In spirit of Christmas giving, bought stacks of wolf souffle and giraffe pot pies from AH to distribute to undernourished, low-level newbies. We would make the worst Scooby-Doo team ever. Our van would crash, the bad guys would get away with haunting whatever, and, and we'd lose the dog. Break it up! I want to see my kids. Wow, did I just say that? Intimidated? Huh? Mom! Dad! Meet my fiancé! Let me just speak to my manager. Oh, God! That will Skype, it's free. Hey, guildies! This is it, the final companion cast for Season 5. Can you believe it? The season is over. What a fantastic season. It's been totally incredible. Huge surprises, huge cameos. This is one of the most epic seasons of the Guild ever. It's been fantastic, and I hope you guys are enjoying these companion casts. And I'm so glad that you guys joined me for every single one of them. And I'm hoping to continue to do these companion casts for future seasons. If we do have more seasons, we will stay tuned and hope for the best for season six. But before then, let's go ahead and take a listen to this companion cast for season five, episode 12. Hey guys, I'm here with Vince Casso, and we're here discussing episode 12, the final episode of season 5. Yeah. Uh, there's not a huge amount of blades in this. Uh, it's kind of, kind of just wrapping up the story. Yeah, I mean, we're all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, we all have lines here and there, but this is not, you know, it's a... Your, it's, your it's, big stuff already happened yeah, during the season. Yeah, it's no character-centered episode. Yeah. It's just sort of the finale, yeah. the culmination. Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and start with... Uh, in in the in the show notes it says Vork getting some num nums. <laughs> yes, Vork getting some sweet <laughs> num nums. That is Vork um, having some private time, uh, not so private time, not so private, but intimate you, time. Yeah. They're watching him <laughs> with Madeline Twain, <laughs> the wonderful Aaron Gray. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, basically, I had to do a take, a few takes, many takes, as <laughs> actually. Of me talking to like the the con representative, yeah. While Vork and Madeline make out make out to the uh, to the side of me, nice. And we got to play off that a lot, and it was. I I hope that the viewers of the show are as um, shocked by that <laughs> as I was to see it, because just the idea of Vork making out with anyone is. It's kind of it, odd. It, it's already enough to yeah. set you on edge. Just a yeah, and you'd do it over and over and over. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Just, it's I'm sure Vork for hours. Mini takes, yeah. <laughs> I think he messed up a few on purpose. Just yeah. to keep doing it. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> All right, so let's talk about the the final shot for the season, which yes. is very epic. Oh boy! <laughs> um, obviously, you're part of it. Everybody's yeah, part all, of it. Yeah, we're all in that. Yeah. So, did you guys practice it? What I was just talking about it's a, it's a, like a four or five minute shot at the very end, and it's there's no cuts, no edits. Yeah. It's one continuous shot. It was, there was quite a bit of planning that went into that ahead of time, like, how do we want to get this last shot? Do we want to break it up with these guys and these guys? How are we going to do this and this? And then, of course, you had the whole twin situation, which I don't know if you listening already know this, but... They will. The girl who played, oh, good, you do know this. Yes. I'm telling you something you already know. <laughs> the, the girl who played um, Amy's sisters, the twins, is one girl. Yeah. As you can see. <laughs> and we just had to like swap her out, especially with this shot. She had to literally appear on camera, say a line, run off, change behind the camera, and then run back on and run back off. Yeah. All in one shot. Yeah. And so kudos to her. She's freaking nuts. Yeah. Um, and 
in regards to the rest of us, yeah, we got in like <clears throat> was it four takes? Was it? Four takes. The fourth one was perfect. Which that that alone yeah. shocks me that we got a shot that complicated in four yeah. takes. Yeah. Um, they spent a solid half hour at least just lighting it because it was so weird. Well, yeah, because everybody had to be. Yeah, like, everyone's stopping. Everyone's lit. We can't. Yeah. We actually did have one guy who I think was. Was he carrying? Yeah, he was carrying a light. We had one of our guys who literally had a light on the end of a stick and, tried to follow you and was following us with the light to try and make it work. It was he had one of those like, Japanese the the paper lamps. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, but yeah, I mean the the hardest shot we've ever done, I think, on the guild. One of those just long steady cam shots, just getting everyone into it. But I I really think it turned out. It was the best idea for yeah. that end end scene. Yeah. Great. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. I appreciate having stopped by and you having <laughs> me stop by. Thank you, Kenny. All right, we're here with Robin. We're going to be discussing the final episode of season five. See, I got your name right. I was just going to say that right. <laughs> I've been calling her Claire this entire time. Um, so let's go ahead and just jump right in. So the blimp crashes. Yes, the and one crashes. there's wreckage everywhere. Right, and um, the eye kind of, like, have to come out of the wreckage, which was interesting, because they <laughs> had, like, huge thing, little yeah. props in the way and stuff. Yeah. And, um, and we have a Lizette stuck under it. Yes, you see a hand. I think they actually, like, showed more of it, but, like, the whole premise, like, you yeah. see a hand, which was really funny, and, like, we high-fived. <laughs> um, so that was funny. Nice. And, um, and yeah, then... Uh, you have a little scene with her too, right? Because uh, Madeline awards you guys the I have award, a, um, and don't you like she gives a thumbs up or? Yeah, I um, that like we high five before because I'm like, what is it like Wicked Crash or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we high five, <laughs> and then um, we win the costume contest. Yeah, and I like take the the award. Uh, Doug Doug Jones he comes and wants to take the <laughs> award, and I'm like, hell no. <laughs> Claire, what? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. And uh, then there's a scene with you and Tink shooting shirts out into the audience. Yes, that was interesting because it was a basically like a vacuum um, tube mm-hmm. that Amy. I mean, Amy was all about that. <laughs> yeah, she seemed to really yeah, like it. Yeah, she I talked was to her. enjoying herself. So. <laughs> I was like, you can do it. I'll just, I'll just throw them. Um, but that was funny. And like, we tried not to like. They were like, okay, don't hit the, you know, extras. But yeah. When you're throwing stuff, it's kind of difficult. But it was fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, and then we have the final shot. And are you in? You're in the shot. Do you remember? Did you do anything in that final shot? That's the big one where. It was a four-minute shot, and no one. Oh, we're at cuts. the. That's in the lobby. Yeah. That was a lot of. That was. Really neat yeah. to just see because it was a continuous. Yeah, first time. Yeah, you guys that have ever done anything that way big? Rad. And everyone had to hit their marks, and everyone had to say their exactly. lines at the exact same time. And, it, and then you have the the twin, you have right, Leslie, who had right. to do two scenes and change clothing. Well, let's talk about Leslie. Yeah. Save the whole <laughs> season, man. Yeah, that was great. She's a she's a trooper. Yeah. Um, that it was fun though. It was fun to do just because I've never been. Um, in a scene like that, like where it is one continuous yeah. shot, you know. Yeah. So it was really interesting, like watching Sean and um, Chris, you know, plan it out. Yeah. And then. Um, Were you nervous? Ah, uh, no, because I had like knowing two that lines. If you screwed up, you're gonna screw up that whole. Four yeah. Minute. Well, that's the thing. Like that's, <laughs> I, that's what I was talking about in the other interview. Like you don't want to mess up because, you know, then they have to reset yeah. and all that stuff. So 
But I'm just glad I, I didn't have like an entire paragraph. I think I had two lines, and I, yeah. I knew them. I knew them down <laughs> with my eyes closed. I could say them. So nice. Yeah. Hit your mark. Said it. Yes. And yeah. Got through your part. Good. Nice. Good. <laughs> cool. Um, let's go ahead and talk about Clara overall this uh, season. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of the, probably the most consistent characters. Yeah, she throughout really is. this series, uh-huh. you know, the Clara at the beginning is pretty much the Clara that we have now. She's just fun loving, right? You know, but she does have that mater- maternal instinct. She really she's does. She's still a mom, and I think you even have a line that you miss your kid. You yeah, go home, which is really funny because like you kind of forget that sometimes she's um, a mom yeah. just because she's so. Let's have a good time yeah. always, and but then when she does say that, you know, like oh, I miss my kids. Yeah. Even she catches her. She's like, did I just say that? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I think that's fun. But you know, this season, like she kind of dealt a little bit more with her pregnancy, mm-hmm. which was um, fun to play around with because they just kept like. Sean was like, okay, you're going to be eating in this scene. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. So I'm not drinking cocktail. I'm eating. Thanks. Like, um, so that that was funny. But um, I think she deals with it like she just deals with anything else. Like, okay, this is what she's presented with. And she's yeah. going to, no matter what, have a good time. Yeah. And she's going to make everyone, or try to make everyone, yeah. you know, have a good time, too. Yeah. So, she's a great character. I mean. Yeah, I. She's very fun-loving and. I enjoy playing. Nothing her. really faces her. Right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that in real life doesn't, yeah. <laughs> doesn't happen very often. You don't really run into people that uh, are really that carefree. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Unless they're small children. <laughs> Maybe that says something about <laughs> our true, character. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I really appreciate you uh, stopping by and chatting with Hey, me. no problem. Anytime. Hey, Guildies, I'm here with Greg Aronowitz at the Barnyard, and we're discussing the final episode of Season 5, episode number 12. <laughs> it's over. I just can't believe it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and start with the very first shot with the dirigible crashing. Yeah, the crash. Um, so now, did you you work on that? Yes. Of, it's, yeah. fun, it's fun. It's a fun scene. I watched it. That's <laughs> the only effect I've seen so far. Is the actual dribble hitting the stage? Yeah. And moving forward with it? Yeah, that was a piece that... Um, I guess it was just something that... Because I, I didn't uh, supervise the effects this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tom Conkle did. And it was just something that was always in the script. And, of course, you see you know, the aftermath that we created practically mm-hmm. with pieces of the real blimp. Yeah. Um, but when the green screen miniature was shot, I uh, I wasn't there, and um, all all of the shots were done except for the crash. And early, early on, we had talked about maybe doing a crash miniature, um, but the whole the location changed, like the whole layout, the whole sequence changed, and. Um, I had suggested that when I thought it was going to be something completely different. Yeah. I guess somewhere along the lines, they thought that we were going to destroy the miniature we had made for the rest of the shots. Mm. So after they had done everything, they called me up and said, okay, when can we like, you know, bust up them? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I get too personally attached to, to the things you know, you the things yeah, we make, but, 
But it's like, you know, it's also when you do stuff like that, there's a completely different way that you approach it. You mm. know what I mean? It's like I just didn't – Mazin had spent so much time like making this miniature. Like, and every little detail is there. Yeah. It's really a beautiful piece. Like it went beyond what it even needed to be for what we were doing. Yeah. Um, but sometimes that just happens. You know, we just get too into it. But at the same time, like it's a welded steel cage. It's like it it's not coming apart. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like without completely – destroying it and and then it's you know yeah it's a one-shot deal and it's just not worth it as, yeah. as it stands it's a i consider it a precious piece of art there's no reason to ruin it i was going to do one that was made of plastic with like pre-scored areas that so would break and but but that was also months and months and months ago and so by the time we got to it you know kim was like well how do you want to handle this and i was like well we could do another miniature but you know there's going to be costs and time and you know but i said let me see what we shot um green screen wise with for the regular shots and because the i know the plate that we did at the church like if i can get pieces i can have amish do an after do it all in after effects because he's one of the best after effects guys there is um and so that's what we did we took a couple different elements of the the whole blimp green screened and he like broke them up and then like animated stuff and, mm-hmm. and we took the composite we took the shots of the real actors in the real blimp and composited that in this there so good. and and then um there was a section of crowd that was green screened to be in the foreground mm-hmm. so that the blimp can crash between people mm-hmm. but then Amish went in and like rotoscoped this whole other section of crowd. And I would say that he worked on the shot for about a week and a half. But 80% of that was spent like rotoscoping out these people to get it like, you know, meticulous. And, um, but just give it this extra layer of depth. So, so that was the one effect shot that we, we did here at the barnyard this year. But, you know, I feel like it's a big one. It's, it turned out great. You know, yeah, it's yeah. I can't compare crash. it to the other ones because I haven't seen them, but it's the only one I've seen. <laughs> but it, just, it looks so cool. And I love the deflating of the balloon. And that's yeah, just so yeah, cool. and that's all After Effects because you know, again, if we had done a crashing miniature, you know, we would have had fans on it, or we would have yeah. somehow like had a bladder where it deflated. But that was taken from a shot where the balloon where the blimp was like fully intact yeah so he went in and animated shadows and like used distortion to like make it look like it was doing something that it wasn't yeah and then you know i just like pushed him to the limits (laughs) and said like oh give me you know well and the other thing was too that we had done the practical set and what had happened was we shot the blimp out completely and we were done with the full-size blimp I had to take it apart both to get That's it out right. and but then also to the bits you know, and pieces. Yeah, so we scattered pieces everywhere and um we ripped up the cloth and you know dug like climbs out of yeah, it yeah, and yeah. stuff and yeah. so we we pretty much wrecked the thing. But I had also done it to like shot for shot like I dressed to make it look interesting and I was just like okay so pretty much the way what we're matching to is everything that was in the back of the blimp when it crashes is now on the front of the stage and everything in the front of the blimp is like behind so it's like how the physics yeah. on that even work so um you know he had to but if you watch it closely you'll see that he really worked it out like the door falls off and 
falls to the left side of the stage, um, which later when you know the speech People is going around, on, yeah. you, you see it, and the cones like fly off and the bags fly off and land exactly where they're supposed to land, yeah. and you know, so it was a lot of effort so just to work. like match those things, and you know, part of me is like no one will ever care, but then you know, part of me is like. It's just, just a satisfaction. Yeah, you know, I mean, people are going to watch and look and be like, hey, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. And yeah. I just want it to make sense. So Nice. But he did an awesome job on that. No, that's a great effect. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, let's go ahead and talk about your friend America, mm-hmm. who winds up being a stunt double for Aaron, which was kind of like a last minute thing. It was. Did they really it think was. Aaron was going to take that fall? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that you're the one that suggested America... Yeah, I I think, you know, that's another one of those things that, like, just always makes me happy about working on the guild is, like, you know, I I don't know. I I used to work with a photographer that I would build all these sets and and, um, do, like, sculptures and pieces, and he would photograph them for me, and I was always in there, like, I'd look at the... The Polaroid, you know, back in the day before it was digital, <laughs> and I'd be like, I like it, but I think it could be better. And he used to always say to me, he's like, you know what your problem is, Aronowitz? Uh Better is the enemy of your good, you know. <laughs> and it makes sense because sometimes, like, you just need to leave things alone, yeah, you know. You can't, yeah. But I feel like everyone has that attitude on the guild that, like, if there's a way to make something better, you know, we can. And so it was obviously scripted that it's this heroic yes. rescue, yeah. you know. Um, and then, you know, I don't know if it was always Felicia's intent of it being like the, the dive and the, and the tumble. Yeah. But, see Aaron. but it definitely built up to like, it's going to be like this tackle. Yeah. And then it was like, well, yeah, we can't tackle Aaron Gray, <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's like, and the thing is, it's always rough too, when you have two people that are both not stump people, yeah. like you can get away with. You know, yeah. Jeff yeah, can tackle Jeff America because yeah. America can, like, you know, compensate and, 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 yes. and yes. change, you know. But it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like 8 o'clock at night and that was coming up. And Sean was like, all right, well, I'm going to shoot around this. And, and I was like, what, but isn't that really kind of like the moment? And he's yeah. like, yeah, but, you know, I don't know. If we had a stump person, I was like, you know what, let me call America and see if she'll come in and... uh you know, luckily, she you know, she, yeah, I mean, she's never, <laughs> our entire relationship has been just like never being able to have time. Yeah. You know? But I think that um, she was able to like push a meeting or something and like fly in and, um, you know, she, the costume fit her really Perfect. well. And yeah. it's like, you know, the hair was very similar. And yeah. it's like, it's something I love watching that scene because I know it's her. like there's, she's raising her hand up which is a trick that you know yeah. stunt people do it's like there's something flying at your face so it's totally legitimate it's that you would block yep. but it helps hide that it's not the person yeah. but I just see her jawline and I'm like <laughs> it's totally America <laughs> but um, but yeah she came in and she brought stunt pads and she showed Jeff like yeah I was know, there when they were how doing to, a few how to do the hit yeah. and yeah it was yeah. very very cool and it was like you know Again, it was like a lot of stress. It was a big day. We were trying to get that done, and people a, were like, "I don't yeah, know." We but she and... was totally able to like get everybody calm and yep. and you know make everybody understand how it was going to work. And it definitely changes the dynamic of the scene. Very much so. And it changes Vork. Like in that moment, he is a completely different character yes. forever. On you yeah. know what I mean? He 
to the big stepped up to the, the plate and you know risked his life to save the yeah. one he loved. It was awesome. Character he loves. <laughs> yeah, that was a great scene. Cool. And we talk like, about the the room that Codex and Floyd are talking in is literally just ro- it's just curtained off. It's, it's a it's a hallway room. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a hallway off to the side, and um, we just put up the curtains and, and, and decorated idea, it, yeah. and just recycled all those banners, and yeah. you know tried to make a fancy uh, refreshment table with all our product placement, and, yeah. and then. Um, Clara wins the the costume contest. Was she better? Well, all the steampunk <laughs> wins, but she claims it. As <laughs> well, I don't poor, know. Poor uh, Lizette is stuck under the. And no one gets her. They just leave her trapped underneath all the debris. <laughs> well, that's scheduling conflict. <laughs> that I know. I was so bummed that Mo wasn't there. Yeah, she. Yeah. You know, and she was going to have a whole other beautiful dress that she was going to wear. She talks so. about that, which I'll play that audio. Yeah. 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 But I mean, granted, yes, all of uh, you know, uh, steampunk verite wins because their costumes are so amazing. But I feel personally. This is completely unbiased, by the way. But I feel like Clara deserves the bowling certificate because that damn blimp was amazing. It was. Who brings that? Like, <laughs> this is my dream of dreams. So if anyone out there can, you know, make this happen, then I would be the happiest person ever. I want to go to, like, Dragon Con or Comic Con next year and just see somebody cruising around with that dirigible. <laughs> just like a replica of it. <laughs> like, how amazing oh, would that be? challenge somebody and they'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, I so challenge crazy, you. Crazy fans. Um, and then that brought us to the final shot. Yeah, I was going to say, another big yeah. scene was the final shot. And I don't know how much involvement you had. It, it, was, because it was more that... It's a continuous shot. Yeah, it came up that we were going to do it as, as a oneer, which is insane. And we we're going to basically like just have every character in yeah. the show is going to show up, you know? And have a line and... Yeah, you know, and hit their marks, and yeah, and then Leslie doing the double twin thing on the run, that. and yeah. like it was all crazy. So no, it was not art department wise, like compared to like the blimp or anything. It was no major feat, except that ordinarily when we're shooting, as the camera changes angles, I can move things around, and you know we've talked all season about how we had two. Uh, Gamerama signs yes. that I just kept moving, moving and the luggage that you know we, had, luggage, yeah, yeah. we just kept making things look like more suddenly we're seeing the entire world in one shot and I can't be moving stuff yeah. and I can't plus there's stuff in the hotel there's Starbucks signs yep. and there's you know well, we had to hide people. all that yeah and there's people real guests <laughs> and real so um you know I had to be involved more in like the blocking than usual because we're like well we can wheel out the cart and if the cart stops here it blocks what is this? Yeah. this thing and if we put you know this sign here we don't see this advertisement yeah. and so it was it was that kind of a, a situation and that all happened like very fast yeah. like it was for one of the first things you did before lunch yeah and it was basically like we had to be done in order to make the rest of the day in a yeah. different place after lunch so it was a it was a rush but that is another cameo by uh, the eagle. Oh, the eagle is nice. Yeah, he's he's on the top of the rack. I'll have to go back and you look. Know? Yeah. And then we had to try and make that rack just look like everything that was in the room. And plus, you know, all the stuff that he stole and, <laughs> you know. So, but again, one of those crazy things like Red 5 just like being super detailed um, when uh, Blades comes in with the bill and... 
It's just like I can't believe this bill. Like the, yeah, the yeah, it's yeah. all mini bar, twenty dollars worth of mini yeah. Bar. It's it's like thirty pages of itemized mini bar. Like it gets flashed, and you only see the. I don't even think you see printing on it. Yeah, but just in case, it's all there. Every single page <laughs> is uh, is all there. What was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the BMW keys. Okay. Sloan Sloan is making signals. Like, we're rolling. I'm like, we're rolling. Oh yeah, I guess we are rolling. <laughs> but that was uh, Guild season five. That so, was. Do you have I, any highlights from the season? I mean, it was a huge it was season. all a it highlight. So like big. it's like you could probably cut together an hour of me just going my favorite part, <laughs> my favorite costume. You know, I mean, just yeah, the, Tink's costumes having. Uh, the Master Chiefs, Stan Lee at my house. Can, have I told you guys that Stan Lee was at my house? And then, you know, uh, Nathan Fillion and Grant and, I mean, just, you know, Bonnie Burton meeting Bonnie, like, in yeah. person and being able to hang out and having Bonnie Burton wear Yoda macrame ears yeah. that I made. Like, that's insane, you know? It's like every, you know, uh, just childhood geeky fantasy that i've ever had was made a reality this season and yeah you know i mean hopefully it's as special for the audience as it was for all of us yeah. but yeah you know and aaron gray speaking of childhood yeah. geek fantasy you know what i mean like <laughs> you know being able to hang out with aaron gray and be able to like paint that poster of her as like so you know great. the yeah. iconic uh 80s um you know sci-fi heroin yeah. and um i don't know i can go on and on and on i can do like it's a whole other <laughs> podcast just, it was just all amazing and yeah i just really want to know like what everybody else thinks like what what the highlights were for them because oh, sure, we'll some emails the highlight for me was just being able to be there Everything, yeah well i said it before and i'll say it again the guild wouldn't be the guild without you the past <laughs> three seasons and the music videos and yeah, it wouldn't be at the the level that it is. So I appreciate well, you. Uh, thank you. I give it my all just because they're like the greatest people in the world to work with, and uh, I will do it over and over <laughs> as long as they ask me. All right, great. Well, I appreciate you uh, chatting with me this season. I'll see you guys soon. Hey, Gildies, I have Amy Akuda with me. We're discussing the last episode of Season 5. This season is Episode finale. 12, I know. <laughs> this has uh, lots of really cool stuff. Um, the first one is Void... Uh, void? <laughs> Floyd is leaving the VIP area, and uh, you come up with a plan to stop him by... Watchy, Zabu, gets his team to, to block the door. Oh, but yes, But then you... Yes, yes. Uh, intercede by grabbing uh, what's his name? Mar- I know it's Mark. Mark Gant. Yeah, but, but I don't his know his character's is... name. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since it's we shot been... this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Comic Con happened and everything yeah. just blew my mind. Well, anyways, what is his name? It's gonna remember. bother me. It's okay. We can move on. Everyone yeah. knows Mark Gant, right? Yes. I mean, come yes. on. Um, he's the buyer of the game. He yes, wants to buy he's the, the suit. Yeah, he is the suit. Yeah, but uh, uh, Tink thinks fast. Mm-hmm. And grabs him and introduces him to her to parents as his fiance. <laughs> yes, mom and dad meet my fiance. That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty witty on Tink's it part. Quick, I feel yeah. like that is the one thing that her family will get really excited yeah. about. That you know is yep. going to really distract the whole thing. And um, it does it job? It did it, the job. It did the job, and yeah. she succeeded. <laughs> um, yeah, too bad Tink doesn't have a love interest. Yeah, Chet. 
Chet is his Chet. name. Chet. Yes. Yes. See, You're so good. I knew he'd get it. No, I just read it right there. Oh. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah. So, that was a lot of fun. And then, um, is this T-shirt shooter for Tinky Claire? Oh, yeah. Um... So, during the costume contest, uh, Floyd goes up on stage, and basically, he, this is after we've talked to him, yeah. uh, Codex talked to him, and he basically announces that he's not going to sell the game, and yeah. Chet is watching, he gets really mad and runs off, he's yeah. like, nerdy suck, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he runs off, and Floyd is just doing a horrible job at basically saying he's not going to change the game, and he's just kind of like making this horrible speech, <laughs> and to kind of distract everyone from it, I... Me and Clara decide to shoot off free T-shirts of our pro gamers. Yeah, sure. So I just come in and I distract everyone by shooting free T-shirts. Nice. Yeah, another another witty tink moment. It I is. think she's, she's good at this. At yeah, the end here. Mm-hmm. She's good at trying to <laughs> save the day, I yeah. guess, which is very unlike her. But ver- no, it's not. To kind of go along tink, with though, yes, is it is it is a newborn tink it going is. along with the team and That's trying right. to help out. It's awesome. And let's talk about this last scene, because this is, oh, was wow. an epic scene. Yeah. It was about four or five minutes long, and it was a continuous scene. Oh, my God, yeah. And you're involved, because you're involved with the twins. Oh, so yes. all yeah. the staging had to have been done perfectly, because you hug one twin, and then Leslie runs off, changes clothes as she's running around people. Everyone else is doing their thing on camera, mm-hmm. and she jumps back onto the back of you and mm-hmm. hugs you as the other twin. I mean, I didn't have to do much work. It was definitely... Oh, no, but I think everyone had to do work, because you all had to hit your timings. You yeah. all had to say your lines right. Yeah, hit our marks and... Everything that, yeah. had to be just perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. extras had to walk in just in time, and... I mean, it wasn't like you guys were all in a clustered area. We were in a big lobby. Yeah. And there were, you know, Madeline and Vork were People coming like, from yeah, every, every everywhere. direction. Yeah, yeah. and you had the, the, the Master Chief two girls yeah. walking in and saying their line. So, I mean, how did that... I mean, that's just a testament how great Sean is, our director. He's just... I mean, if I were him, I would be freaking the F out <laughs> yeah. if I had to shoot a scene like that. But he's just... So easy to be around. He doesn't make anyone feel stressed out at yeah. all. I don't know. He must have been stressed inside, but he definitely didn't show it. Yeah. He was just kind of like, you know, this is what we do. This is what we're going to do. Blah, 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 blah. Let's make it fun. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of banged it out. And, like, it we didn't like, do that. the fourth one. Yeah. You it. was it. Na- yeah. And, um, of course, it just shows how great Sean is of planning it out and making everyone feel comfortable. So, yeah. you know, we're not stressed out and stiff about it. Yeah. But it's also a testament how much I think everyone... Works as a team. Yeah, everyone, even the cast and everyone's yeah. really grown throughout the years and kind of knows, you know, how things work now. And, like, yeah. this is my first acting job. You know, the Guild is, like, my first thing that I've done. And, you know, I feel like I've learned so much. And in the beginning, I don't think, you know, this kind of scene would have freaked me out. Yeah. But... Just getting to know everyone and being comfortable around each other, I think, is what kind of gets us through the day when, you know, we have a crazy scene to shoot. Yeah. And yeah, the twin, the whole twin thing is another (laughs) funny gag that, you know, we can talk about and it'll be funny for fans to see it knowing what's going on. Yeah, knowing it's one person and... Yeah, and, you know, of course, Leslie just comes and saves the day again and she's just great. So, um, a potentially disastrous scene, I think, came out really good. Like, I, so. I saw it on the little screen. We were yeah. all watching it. And everyone's so happy about it. Yeah. So, it was really great. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, let's just talk overall this mm-hmm. season. Tink has... But she's grown a lot. Mm-hmm. But she's really grown this season. Yeah, I feel like every season I'm like, yeah, she's growing a lot as a character. But nothing on this level. I yeah. feel like 
finally we find after out her four years we find yeah. about her family we find yeah. about we find out her real name mm-hmm. you know april lou the most it's uh, only mentioned one time yep but. it is definitely the <laughs> most white girl name i don't want to <laughs> yeah. be racial anyway but like it's like the least asian, asian girl name, name possible yeah and it's just so funny it's like not what i expected at all yeah. but i always kind of thought in the back of my mind that Tinkle was adopted okay. for some reason and I always um So Felicia never told you in advance. She never told me her name in advance. She sent me she emailed me the script I think like in March because we were in Calgary and she was like, Oh I finished season five or yeah. I'm gonna I'm so she emailed it to me and I read it and I was so happy because I mean the name I never expected. I yeah. you know but a lot of the things was kinda of, it just kind of tied in with what I had in mind for Tink yeah. is you know, she's only closed off for one reason and one reason only is because she's not comfortable with who she actually is. Yeah. And um, if they really showcase that in this season. And um, yeah, I don't know why, but for some reason I always thought she was adopted. And yeah, um, yeah, it was really funny to read it. flesh out her character Yeah, so it's like finally I've been yeah. waiting for this moment <laughs> for four years. Yeah. I'm like, I just want people to know who Tink is. Yeah. You know, like I feel like everyone kind of... Everyone on the guild is so open about yep. who they are. They're just yep. so open with what they want and what they do yeah. and everything. They're just and I just felt like I was kind of the outcast in the You're sense. You're always the mystery. You're yeah. always the mystery character. Yeah, and I just um yeah, I kind of felt left out in the sense that, you know, I just wanted my character to be kind of understood also. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I feel like this season a lot of people will relate to her. Yeah, and definitely. I know she has a good, you know, people people do still, yeah. you know, a She's lot of people... She's still going to be the bitchy girl. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's that's just her, who she her is. Nature. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely this soft side of yeah. that you see in season five. Yeah. You're like, okay, well now it kind of makes sense why yeah. she is who she is. Mm-hmm. But she can also be a loyal friend and a good friend and she's smart and she, you know, I just like that aspect of her. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. finally get to see it. I know, and I, yeah, I'm really glad I, and like... In that sense, I feel like I even relate to her so much more now because I, I'm very shy, like, as a person. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people kind of perceive that as, like, oh, she's kind of stuck, stuck up. up. She's kind of, yep. you know, snooty and thinks she's too good to talk to people. And I got a lot of that. Yeah. Um, even now, I still, you know, I kind of get that here and there. And it's just, like, not really what I'm about. Yeah. But it's just that I don't feel comfortable around people I don't know well and it's just the way it is and it's just who I am and um I feel like Tink was also misunderstood for a while and in that sense I really relate to her because I feel like sometimes I am well I I am too you know because I mean once once I get to know you and once I'm comfortable with you I'm so I don't know I feel like I'm just a little I'm a little baby and I just (laughs) you know I don't know but um yeah I feel like I relate to her personally also yeah. now yeah that i know kind of more, more about, about her. her yeah and of course i had a backstory for her in my mind but just to know to confirm some of the stuff on yeah. paper and what felicia had in mind kind of matches up with what i had felt really it's fun nice. it was really great yeah, yeah. so nice. i'm very excited for season five oh, so excited. i can't wait and hopefully there's a season six and hopefully we'll see her yeah, continue to grow i know i know i mean i guess we never know until we'll find out a month before yeah. shooting and <laughs> right. when there's a table read next week but um yeah. yeah i mean i can only i can only hope because every time we're not shooting i miss everybody so much yeah. like 
you know, when we're shooting, I kind of want to slit everyone's throat sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially on those, like, 14-hour shoot. shoots mm-hmm. when we're sitting in the van and <laughs> drive. And, yeah, and Jeff is driving and then it's hot yep. and whatever. <laughs> I just want to kill everyone. But when we're not together, it's just, yeah, you know, I feel like there's something missing. Yeah. So... Which is why it's good to go to these conventions because I feel like we get to kind of hang out hang and see out each and, other yeah. when we're not shooting. Yeah. So, yeah, I love cool. my guild family. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. Thank you. Hey guys, I have a extremely special guest with me, the one and only Erin Gray. Let's do your goodbye scene. That was the last scene that was shot. That was shot a few days ago. Yeah, already I forgot. No. <laughs> it was, it was a, yeah, it was, I know. I remember it at, at the ho- scene. Yeah, which is the first for the guild. It's like a three-minute shot, no cuts. No cuts. That's yeah, right. You guys. Well, did we it. did a pretty good uh, job, didn't we? It was we? incredible. Now the that I think about it, the four, four takes was and that perfect. was it. That's perfect. What using. Wow. Yeah. Everybody wow. hit their timings. timing. That's Every hard word. to do. Oh yeah. With you that many people. Nine, ten people there. Yeah, easily. Teach family. Doug Jones, you and Vork, right, right, um, Blades, and, every, mean, and, and then the extras, right, and they moved around a lot in that yeah. lobby to make that shot. So yeah. yeah, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, that was that was. We're really awesome. Good. What can I say? <laughs> and professional, and funny, all at the same time. Oh, amazing. Of course, of course. Um, so your overall experience. I know you're not done yet. You still have right. your big scene, which hopefully we'll talk. I'm just later. having a good time. I just don't want it to end. I mean, I have to get back to work, and I, so there's that push pull <laughs> thing when part of me says, "I've got." I've got emails to get yeah. out and whatever. Yeah. As you can see, I have my iPad, but I, <laughs> I can't get into that mental work mode yeah. while I'm here where everybody's telling stories. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't believe some of the stories going on backstage today about birthing and adoptions and, yeah. you know, and, and people finding out that somebody was really their half-brother and they're dating them. <laughs> Hello. That was, that was great. You know, I, wow. I, I think I need to explain that a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I had a, I had one of my fan girl moments. I have to tell you oh, today. Who's that? Jillian. Oh, I love Jillian. Well, I, I I kept saying to her in makeup, I'm going, I know you. Are you sure we haven't met? I mean, were you part of Theater West? And, yeah. And, you know, did you part of this theater group? Did I did I did I ever do a commercial with you? Did I ever work with you? And yeah. She said, No, I think I'd remember if I worked <laughs> with you. And I'm going, Well, really? Because God, your face is so familiar. And then she goes, Well. I was on this series called Judging Amy, and I went, oh, my God, I love you. I, ju- I did. I had one of these moments where I was like, oh, no wonder you're so familiar. I'm like, I just loved her character, yeah. you know, and yeah. all my fan yeah. part of me came that's, out. That's because it's so cool that you I just, that. oh, I loved, I, yeah. lo- I really, truly, yeah. really loved her character. <laughs> I thought it was such a great addition to the show. It just um, and I love Tyne Daly, of course, and, yeah. and I loved Amy too. But Jillian stayed out, really stood out for me. There was something that she brought to that character, a um, uh, um, earnestness and and a quirkiness and a forthrightness yeah. and all of that. You know, yeah. very likable. Yeah, yeah. so great. I'm telling great stories. About <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. It's been great talking to you. Well, thank you, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Hey guys, I'm here with Jeff Lewis on the set of season five. And then uh, let's go ahead, we'll just go right into episode 12. This is when you uh, go in. Uh, ooh, tired. I'm sorry. That's okay. I didn't mean. It's a long day. <laughs> it's been a long uh, yeah. 14 days. Um, so um, let's go ahead and start with you saving 
uh, Madeline. Right. Which, so I, the idea is that I run and, and push her out of the way um, of danger as the blimp crashes. And we had um, a stunt woman named America mm-hmm. who play, who uh, took over uh, Madeline's. Uh, yeah. But, put up. but you did the actual stunt with. We did. Yeah. Uh, America put on her outfit, same outfit that Madeline has, and. Uh, I just, America's also a stunt woman, so she showed me how to do it, how to do it safely, and uh, there's a pad, like a mattress pad, or whatever you call it, a stunt pad, and she just showed me how to how to knock her over, and we both f- would fall harmlessly onto the pad. How was that? Was that your first stunt? Uh, I had done one years and years ago, um, I was in the, I was in the show According to Jim, and Jim Belushi tackled me, he thought I was a thief, and so I had done it, and I knew it kind of like, you kind of like... Have to sort of pad, you know, protect yourself and jump hit the pad. But I remember it being very easy, and I didn't get hurt or anything. Yeah. And so it worked out great. We did it twice, and the first time I smashed my face into the pad, but it doesn't actually hurt. It just kind of. Yeah. But yeah, the second yeah, time, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the second time I turned my head and it was great. It was really quick and easy. Nice. America was looked shocked at how, how quickly. <laughs> we just did two takes and yeah, we're done. Yeah, she was surprised. She said she wasn't expecting it to be too. Two shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It normally takes longer, so I guess. Yeah, so good. they got what they wanted, yeah. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and talk about your little intimate moment with yes. Madeline. Yes. Um, so Madeline and I uh, walk off, and uh, we have a uh, big sloppy kiss. Nice. And that was... Uh, First time before kiss kissing on screen. Oh, absolutely. And, and Jeff as well. <laughs> Uh, really? Maybe so. Time? Maybe I don't really get parts like that. I don't get kissed. Kiss Aaron I mean, it's true. People, that was pretty crazy. I, I think to myself, if she, if I was watching her when I was like 14, yeah. and you, somebody broke my, and the Jeff Lewis uh, of 2011 burst in and said, you're going to go a kissing team with this woman <laughs> in 20 years, I'd be like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I mean, that's insane. I know. Because I, mean, I grew up watching her, so it was yeah. really funny. But it was great. I was a little nervous, but it was oh. uh, fun. Nice. Yeah, and she was great. Yeah. And uh, the final scene was actually a guild first. It was one single shot. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, you guys did it four times. Yeah. And the fourth time was perfect. Yeah. Everybody hit their marks. Everyone said their lines at the right time. We had poor Leslie, who was playing twins, in the scene twice. So she jumped out, did her scene, jumped out, changed clothing, ran back around, and hugged Tink again. Oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't even see that. Yeah, that's before you and Matt. Oh, wow. Now I have to watch it. It's an incredible scene. Yeah. But how did that go? Just doing, uh, you all had to do just right. Yeah, and we also, even though we just did four takes, we probably did, you know, about half a dozen rehearsals over and just over sure. and over and over again. It seemed like it lasted hours. Yeah. And just did it over and over and over again. Then we started finally started shooting. But it took a long time to get the steps right. We had to constantly stop. We had to start at a different time, stop and start. and and But it was it was great. Yeah. Everybody yeah. seemed really happy. Shot, I mean, I've seen the final four. Yeah. And there's no stopping, no nothing. Everybody yeah. hit their marks, did their timings. I can't wait I to mean, see Doug it. Joan walks through it. Yeah. Madeline are in it. All of <laughs> right. the family's in it. Yeah. And there's extras walking And the girls, too. too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the rest of the police, yeah. So it's pretty incredible. Stuff. And it's the last scene of the, of the pretty, show, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's a great way to end it. Yeah. Awesome. So fun. how has season five been for you and then as Vork also, uh, it's been great for Vork. I mean, he got he got he got he got he, he presumably got, got late. Yeah, he got late at the end, maybe. maybe yeah. uh, but uh, it was great for Vork. Um, he, uh, you know, I think he also got, you know, it was cathartic to finally get out his feelings about Madeline leaving the show, and also he got to. Uh, um, 
Yeah, he had some tough times. He got picketed and yeah. he made some money in and he, you know, but um, for me it was, um, it was fun. I had a good time. I got to do, I used to dread monologues, but I sort of have started embracing it and yeah. working on them and really the times I had monologues, I really, uh, abs- uh, really got into it and yeah. really enjoyed it. Well, they become such a huge part of work. Yeah, like yeah. And yeah, and I used to, uh, I tell Felicia, can I go in a coma for a little while? It was tough, but now it's sort of like, you know, I don't get to do monologues in television or movies, and it's really been, I've been sort of uh, just embracing them. Yeah. It's been so really it, fun. A big difference this season was no monitor talking. No what? Monitor talking? No. Did you miss that? I do not miss it. <laughs> yeah, I do not miss it at all. I never enjoyed it. I mean, I, I'm i fine with it. I like talking to the actual person. Yeah. And it's also just very hard to focus on, uh, you know, it's much easier to have a person in front of you. And, you know, it, for me, it was having to do it over and over again. Yeah. Um, but this time I just was able to look at Aaron or Felicia or whoever, and they yeah. could do the scenes a lot easier. Yeah, that's great. And another big thing was the fact that the six of you were pretty much, you were together a lot this season. A lot, yeah. Compared to previous season. Yeah, which was fun. Blade and, you know, Blade and... and uh, we broke off into different storylines, but, yeah, we spent time in the hotel... Uh, together, which was fun to see everybody and be around it, but it also was like six people having to do eight pages and really couldn't. Uh, the scenes took so long to shoot that we couldn't really improvise or ad lib anything, and so it was, it was a little tight. But it was good. I mean, between takes, we hung out a lot, and and it was fun. Awesome. Yeah, well, I really appreciate you taking the time and chatting with me. Well, you're welcome. Days. Thank you for uh, having me. Hey guys, I have a very special guest with me. We have Mylin Sarley. Uh, she's one-fourth of the wonderful and beautiful team, Team Unicorn. She actually had a nice little cameo on this season of The Guild. Tell me a little bit about yourself and, and your whole background, just so people, if they don't know what Team Unicorn is, let's talk about you a little bit. Um, I'm an actress and a host, and we came together through Rylea Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. uh, who's part of Team Unicorn, and we just started making these awesome, fun, geek videos together, and now we've got this, this whole brand revolution going. It, just, it came out of nowhere and just took off. It really, it was like, it was us just having fun together. Mm-hmm. And we realized we have this awesome thing and this amazing dynamic. And we're just like, let's keep making yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it it has literally just snowballed into something amazing. Yeah. What's great, though, is that you guys aren't pretending to be these people. Right. You are beautiful and total Aww, geeks. Thank you. So, I mean, it's a great combination. But, I mean, but it's true. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, I was talking to, um... Rylan, and she was just throwing out geek after geek term. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't feel worthy to be talking to her. It's, it's hilarious when people try to discredit me and anyone, because I've, I've definitely, I've worked, you know, hosting jobs and uh, other things before, mm-hmm. um, acting gigs, where people are very, like, hesitant. They're like, yeah, whatever. She yeah, said, yeah, yeah. She, she says she's yeah. a gamer. She's <laughs> she's played, you know, Dr. Mario yeah. once in her life. Yeah. And then I started, like, talking about stuff. And they're like, oh, my yeah. God, what? That's what I like, is that you guys can back it up. Yeah, You later sure. and throw it in your face. And you're like, okay, let's do it. I'll take you down. And I was like, let's let's yeah. chat for yeah. a moment. Yeah. I, was like, I think that's a great, that's a great aspect of it. And um, Riley was saying that you... Are the idea person that you have? So you come up with yes. some great ideas. Yes, before. that's that's my. We all in within the group had things that we're like particularly good at. Yeah. Um, 
my strength is I'm on the creative side. Like I always come up with these like crazy ideas and the girls always help like tweak them. Like they, they refine them and turn them into gold. But yeah, geek and gamer girls was mine. I was in the car with Michelle and I was like, we were listening to Katy Perry's California girls. And I was just listening and I look at her. I'm like, we're going to make a parody to this about geeks and gamers. And it just, just yeah, it evolved from that. Millions of views later. It's uh, millions of views later. I know it's crazy. It makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. So So let's go ahead and talk about how did you get this role? Specific. Obviously you were in mind for it. It was just just offered to us. Yeah. TJ, TJ, uh, for like Felicia slash Kim sent us Mm -hmm. a thing. Like I'm sitting with Felicia and Kim right now. And they'd like to know if you guys, would be interested in cameoing for season five of the guild and i was like immediately like yes definitely yes yeah Yeah, you don't you can't say no oh absolutely not it'd be crazy to say no we were we were ecstatic yeah so how was the shoot unfortunately i was at work so i missed it it was a lot of fun it was it was was super cool it was man chris darnell who is the dp Mm -hmm. him and sean becker are just so ridiculously talented it blows my mind even though we've worked with them several times now it just every time i'm just like god guys are freaking geniuses uh they they had a scene with 15 actors actually acting in it plus like no bad Uh, our time is up here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Chris Darnell and Sean Becker are so amazing. They had like 15 actors acting while moving. It's all a single steady shot. And then, you know, another like 15, 20 extras also moving yeah. in this very elaborate finale West Wing ER style scene. Nice, um, and nice. it was just, it was coordinated so beautifully and just done so well. Like, yeah. it's amazing. It was awesome. It was, it was great to be a part of that. That's cool. Now, how was it working with uh, Claire? Uh, I mean, obviously you've worked with her in the past. But. I mean, that chick's a real bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, and unfortunately, she's not here, so she can't defend herself. Diva. <laughs> no, Claire's wonderful. She's one of my best friends in the whole world. That's cool. So, that it was cool. fun. We... <laughs> this is awful. We were literally... So, you know, we were doing that thing where you talk very quietly to each other, mm-hmm. so it looks like you're doing something and not and not just standing to wait and say your lines. <laughs> Um, so we're talking at the desk counter, and we were literally just saying the most awful things to try and like get the desk girls to laugh. We're <laughs> horrible. Uh, I think chicken rape came up at some point. Nice. And we were like, I'd say things and be like, I'm gonna need a mini pony delivered to my room. No, not, not, or a mini horse, not a pony, a mini horse. It's a big difference. Like we were just saying the most ridiculous did you crack things. Them up or did, were they good? We were no, they laughed, but like we were all like, <laughs> you could see like there were points like me and Claire, our backs were to the camera, so it wasn't like we were messing. But there, there were definitely times where we were like, oh my god, don't laugh, don't laugh, I can't look at you. <laughs> and then we'd have to turn around immediately and say our lines. Yeah. Be like, bye, Savvy, see you next year. Definitely not talking about raping farm animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's great. I'm just bummed I missed it. But I can't wait to see it. We so. did a lot of funny things. There's a furry here that's dressed up as a dog and I asked her if I could I could take a picture humping her leg, nice. obviously, of while course. while shouting revenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're just having way too much fun. I'm having an awful time on this set. 
Well, I appreciate you uh, stopping by and chatting with me. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and I'm sure this is the, the first of many. Well, it was wonderful talking to you. Thank you for having me. Hey, guys. I'm here with Sandeep Parikh, and we're here discussing the final episode of Season 5, Episode 12. Yeah. Uh, so much happens. It's a nice little wrap-up to this whole entire season. Mm-hmm. So let's just first start with uh, you bringing back the seat saver and rallying your troops. Yeah, I mean, you know, Zabu's climax has sort of been done. I mean, that was sort of like in episode 511, I'd say. Um, and so he's more of a, at this point, a tool for the, like, the, the yeah. for Codex's story. Yeah. Um, which I think she does a really good job of. I, I'd say writing-wise, I really like this episode. Um in the sense that, like, she, she really did, she, she, Felicia did a great job of sort of like having everybody's uh, sort of like misadventures that they did on their own sort of like come into Melt play the at other, the end, yeah. uh, you know, to the point that like she set up that like Tink's family, it, you know, will sort of obsessively say yes and be excited about whatever whatever, yeah. whatever Tink does. Yeah. And so, you know, that's how they disarm Chet is by, you yeah. know, like having her. And so, she, and, you know, she did that and then she had like Zabu uses seat savers and um, the the Aaron Gray, uh, Jeff Lewis story kind of comes come, comes yeah. into play. You know, like she just did a really good job of like kind of weaving, right. really weaving all that, that together. And so, uh, kudos, I think, to Felicia for, for that <clears throat> as a writer. Um, you know this this episode for me as an actor was I think in general pretty pretty easy. Um, you know the I'm trying to remember the uh, I guess the, the confronting the chat scene. You know I yeah. mean the only thing that I improvised was like intimidated, uh, <laughs> which was which was just kind of a fun little thing. Hopefully that stays in the cut. That was great. <laughs> uh, and then like. Uh, what else do they have? <laughs> the, yeah, I guess uh, it's really just little, little bits and pieces little here bits and there, and then yeah, which is you know that's gonna, that's going to happen yeah. once in a while. Um, but uh, <laughs> like as I said, it doesn't get much bigger than the Stan, Stan Lee scene. Yeah, you know, I think I think I improvised right. a lot of that too. Which who, who knows what'll stay? But there's like a whole bit of me like you know being like I should have gotten his autograph. Oh like, yeah, oh, I can still feel his warmth in this yeah. chair <laughs> right here. And I didn't do anything, you know, just like a little bit before. And we get a little I reveal get, too that uh, of the right, Master get, Chiefs. That's right. We get a hint of a reveal that the Master Chiefs are in fact ladies. Yes. Um, and then we get a couple of the uh, Team Unicorners uh, yes. actually being those ladies. Um, so yeah, that was Mylin and Claire. Yeah, which I, I really like. I hope they Claire. keep that too, where I sort of improvise. Uh, like, who am I to judge? You know, I'm wearing a yeah. <laughs> uh, which I think is funny. Um, so yeah, little little bits and pieces here and there, and then the final shot is a cool thing. Kind of talk yes. about. Um, I know that I think from the beginning uh, when Sean read that scene, he was like, "I want to do this as a one taker." Um, and I always love those types of scenes. I mean, uh, like Wes Anderson is really big into those. Like yeah. at the end of Rushmore and Royal Tenenbaums, it's always like this like kind of one shot throughout all the characters. And so yeah. even when they said that they were going to do that, I was like, yeah, that's like I'm excited for that challenge. Yeah. Just to see how it comes out. And you know, and they even kept it because when we had the twin disasters, we had one actress playing both. Well, that's and he still wanted to do it. Yeah. Well, what's funny about that too is that like I had the same exact thought. I know this was Sean's independent idea, uh-huh. but I remember like thinking before because like sometimes I'll 
just like think about things and go up to Sean and be like, yeah. hey, I have this well, thought, you're even about... you're a director as well. So. And that's what's cool about Sean is that yeah. he's really... And that's what I think... I, I think I've talked about this before, but I think what makes, it, what, what makes Sean such a great director and what makes a great director in general, and this is one thing that I pull from Sean and you know, use when I direct, is yeah. that really that sort of openness to... It can, any idea comes from anywhere. It's my job to decide what works for the story. Yeah. But like I'm not going to be, yeah, to willing to listen. I mean, a lot of people just sort of get stuck in their own heads. No, I want to do, and they yeah. sort of discourage, even in subtle, subtle ways, yeah. ideas. Sean is like the opposite of that. He's yeah. very, not just open, but very encouraging yeah. of like coming com, com, coming at him with ideas. Yeah. And, you know, taking the time to be like, to to be pulled aside and, and like, I can, you know, I'm like, hey, I got something I think pretty good here. Yeah. You know, like, and I don't want to waste his time. He's got a million things going on. So, so he's been really good about that. And like, this is one of those moments where I like was literally going to go up to Sean and be like, you know, it'd be really funny since you only have the one girl, like to have her start on one side and then yes. run around the other side, do a quick costume change and come in. And like, not like, I, I feel like I was like approaching him to do that. And he was like, Oh man, we're going to do this thing. We're doing that. And I was like, okay. So like, oh, great minds I guess, alike. you know, that was like kind of cool. And you know, so she, you know, Sean and Chris just really nail it in this scene. I mean, it was a difficult, it's a fantastic scene. Difficult I think that's scene the to do. Fourth scene, the fourth, fourth take. take. Yeah, we only did like we yeah, only did I like six. Like, yeah, I think it was like five or six. Which is not a lot, actually. Yeah. I, you not know. for everything that's happening in there. Yeah, because everybody's everybody gonna get their, their mark, and everyone says their lines, and no one cracks. That's I mean, right. I mean, it's it's a really incredible yeah. way to end the season. N- by no one cracks, you mean Vince? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and actually, he did a really this year. He must have really matured because he didn't crack as much. I don't think in general. He did really well. Yeah. Um, and so like. Yeah, that was a, it. Was a, yeah, you said it. The, that was a, that was the challenge, you know. Everybody, we, we always uh, have. It's, it's always tough not to stumble through your lines, you know. Yeah. And uh, this is one where, like, if you stumbled at all any part of it, you yeah. ruin the entire shot. Yeah, the entire scene is ruined. Yeah, they and can't. They can't use it. They can't cut around. So it's it. not like you're standing. Yeah, and so it was like it was like you'd walk. You know, for me, you know, we, it was me and uh, Robin opening the scene. Like yeah. we sort of like walk out. And then I have to, like, as soon as the camera is off of us, it ter- sort of turns away to us, goes to Tink and her family. Like, I have to run off uh, to where, like, Felicia and I think Doug Jones and um, a bunch of other folks were, like, hiding in the, in yeah, the wings, in the you know. And then they sort of, like, it was, it was fun. It was, like, it was like kind of doing a, a play in, yeah. in a sense, you know. And, and uh, you know, so we're, like, kind of, like, whispering and joking to each other about something totally inane. Uh, and then, like, it's, you know, and then... Uh, oh, Doug! It's your it's your yeah, go. Yeah, it's your cue. And then Doug immediately goes on the character. He's like, Meh, or whatever. Like it was. Oh God! I every, actually every time. Oh, I remember now. Every time Doug Jones walked by, every time he walked by in his like hoity-toity character yeah. thing, like I was. It was hard not to laugh like loud enough for people to yeah. for the cameras for for the uh, whatever yeah. the microphone to catch that because it, it just always made us all laugh. Uh, he's God, Doug Jones, man. What a what a what a catch for the yeah. season. Yeah. Um, such a nice guy too. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that was a it was a particularly challenging shot for yeah. everybody, but it was like cool that for an entire season of challenges for us to do it one last time, kind of yeah. thing at the end. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, we built a convention. Yeah, we had every you know uh, fanboy cameo you yeah. can think of. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I had to basically snort pixie sticks, but it was like you know everybody had all these unique challenges yeah. for the entire season. But let's. Do it one last time and do a one taker, you yeah. know, with every single for character final for the final thing, which is cool. Yeah. So, uh, so and it leaves us with a little bit of a. It does, a little cliffhanger. A little cliffhanger. A little cliffhanger. Yeah, I think Felicia can't help herself. It's a nice way, though, if this <laughs> season ended, if the series was over, it's yeah. a nice ending. Yeah, I but think so. It definitely takes but I think that everybody's going to be like, everybody's going to wonder. <laughs> 
what's next? What what's next with Felicia working yeah. at the game? At, yeah, you know, at the game. Yeah, uh, with Floyd Prochowski, I think that's going to be in everybody's head. So, I hope that there's more. I agree that you know, but I it think w- it's a nice. It's it not wouldn't hanger enough. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't like. It would kill me. It wouldn't kill you. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't... Not that I don't want to It wasn't her waking up in bed with Fox. It wasn't <laughs> yes. that type of an ending. You knew that there was another season. Or us all saying, let's yeah. go to a convention. Yeah. Um, so, in that sense, you're right. But uh, I hope there's more. I mean, I think there's a lot more to do with the yeah. character. I mean, yeah. I still haven't done a scene with Tink yet. That's so. right. You need your Tink scene. Or we have to do a spin-off. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all so, right. So, really quick, what are your thoughts on season five overall? Favorite, you mentioned... Like I said, easily, I think easily my favorite season. Uh, Just so epic in scope. Um, You know, the cameo is ridiculous. Uh, For me as an actor, the most fun I had. The most fun and also the most trying times, I think, too. You know, I mean, because we were so under the gun and really stretching everything to the limits, um, resource-wise, it made it... You know, there were times that were not... Easy, yeah. you know. I think that yeah. Let's not. Yeah, not everything was puppy, puppy, puppy dogs and rainbows. You know, it was yeah. You know, there was times in those that hotel room yeah. we're all stuffed in there. We're not sure if we're gonna make the day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, where people are a little bit edgier. Yeah. You know, it's 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 tough. You know, this was like, but but the most difficult times make the most rewarding results. You know, yes. so like, I, you know, I think that it was something that we're all. Every time I, I watch a new episode come come out, I'm like, damn it, we nailed it, we yeah. did it, we did it this time. And, and you know, I, I, I like the previous seasons. I'm not speaking against them or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. But I think that like I was more like, oh, these are fun and cool and whatever. It's my job. But this, like, this one feels like this is something that Epic. yeah, I want to like show the yeah. show everybody. Like yeah. everybody needs to see this. I think yeah. it's really, really, really quality entertainment. Everybody's sort of like coming to their own in a really nice way. You know, I think that uh, Vince uh, who. From the beginning, you know, he was younger and didn't uh, have as much experience as everybody mm-hmm. else or whatever, like, really shines in this season. Like, he, like, did a lot of, you know, a lot of improv. So in a way, I yeah. feel like, hey, you know, you you know I think them. that, like, we're rubbing off on it a little bit in, in, in a positive way. And, you know, yeah. I think Amy really brings it this season. She's, like, funnier than she's ever been. Like, everybody's Robin, just, yeah, it's, it's, everybody it's a sense elevated. of, like, we've been doing this for four years. Everybody's comfortable in their characters. And we have a script that's, like, really ambitious. Yeah. Um, you know, this is like Sean's third season directing. So it's like, it's just, it's, it was a, I think, a, a there's a confluence of like, of a lot of good things, yeah. you yeah. know, happening. Yeah. Uh, the awareness of the show is really good enough that Stan Lee wants to do it. You know, like yeah. it just, and Aaron, we've developed a relationship with Aaron Gray such that we can start pulling in all, like a lot of her clients and, yeah. you know, was, and, and, and her herself, you know? And so it was all these like things needed to go right. And so it feels like this has sort of been uh, yeah. the, the season of rewards, I think, for the, the past four years of working yeah. on the show. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with me this entire time. No problem, Kenny. We'll talk to you later. Get out of my house now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm here with the one and only Doug Jones. Uh, thank you for joining me again. Of course, it's my pleasure to come back here and talk with you and all these nice people listening. I love you all madly. Great. And you did a scene when you guys accepted the award. Yeah. I mean, you were the sole person. Yeah, I, was, I was the only one left standing, so <laughs> I, I had to run up. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was a fun little moment because uh, that, that's where it's revealed that, you know, I... Um, uh, what? Well, I'm very full of myself, and I think that, you know, when, when Ro- uh, Robin... Steps up to, yeah. to say, uh, uh, as Clara steps up to say, you know, oh, good, I've never won something before. This is good. And then I say, we won something because <laughs> it's all about us. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then she, then her true colors come out and she's like, back off, it's mine. 
It was fant- it was a, just a great moment that the the, the guildy uh, lovers are going yeah. to just love this moment because yeah, yeah. I'm finally put in my place and I harumph off with a with a um, you know a spin and a and a, a, a flipping of my tailcoat <laughs> and a stomp off. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm here with Leslie Crystal. And so let's talk about the scene that you did today. It's kind of a continuation. You guys are still in your Asian outfits. Yes. And you are technically introduced to Tink's... Quote, unquote, fiancé. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That was so much fun. Um, Basically, Tara and Lara are, like, super impressed by him because he's dreamy. He's so so cute. It was funny because you guys, you and uh, Hesley said that, like, perfect time. (laughs) Every single time. And I'm like, I know you won't use it because we have to use your voice right. for both. But right. you guys, did you practice doing that? We didn't, no. <laughs> but it was just kind of like, how, how, would, how would a girl say this if she was really excited? Okay, yeah. she would say it like this. Yeah. 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 It, it just very, ended very up working funny. out that way, and it was. Yeah. I was glad actually that we were both saying it at the same time at the same way. I was like, okay, well, good, let's do this. <laughs> so I mean, you heard. I guess it was Lisa who made a comment first. Yes. Yeah. Mother, and then. And then we would, would, but you would both start exactly at the same time. <laughs> it was really cool. I thought maybe you had practiced over and over to get it right. We didn't, but actually, we can say we did. Yeah, we practiced. It was. Uh, we spent all yesterday yeah. trying to get that. Uh, um. Um. Let's see. Were there any problems with the makeup or the hair? Because I know initially the twins were going to be geisha face. They were going to yes. be white face. But obviously since yes. there's only one person playing mm-hmm. that role, you know, and changing the makeup would be difficult. Right. Because, so really cool yeah, we ended up doing it with the mask since obviously it's me and yeah. the double. At least we could hide the face. Yeah. That was pretty much the only thing. Um, there was this uh, part where they were panning over and it's, uh, Hesley has to have the fan up really high yeah, to make yeah. sure that it's not getting uh, her face. Yeah. And then we kind of played with that, and then I would have it really high and bring it down. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Once yeah, I was on the other side. Yes, yes. Like, so I, people might notice, like, yeah. her. well, I have brown eyes, she has blue eyes, yeah, so they might yeah. notice that difference, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's why like, it's such a tiny thing. Real <laughs> dire fans. Are yeah, they're going to be like, that's yeah. Hesley. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the final scene when um, they were leaving the con. You guys are in the lobby of the hotel here. And the one scene is with you, with your mom and dad. And that now, which character is that? Do you remember? Yes, that's actually Lara. That's Lara. Okay, so that's with Lara. So you have your interaction with Tink there. How did that scene go? You know... This was actually the craziest scene because it's done all in one shot. Yes, I saw it. And, it's incredible. And I'm one person yeah, still. I so, oh my gosh. So we're standing there, and I and I'm very angry that Tink uh, yeah. that is not actually getting cute. me. Yeah, it's a very cute scene. And then right after my line, I have to get myself <laughs> through the crowd, uh, all the cr- a crew, and quick change and. Yeah. Come back and deliver a and second jump line. jump on the back of yes. Amy and, and deliver another line. Yeah. Yes. That was right. So, there were, I mean, because that's literally one take. It's that entire one thing. take. So there's no cut. So you had to, like you say, yes. give your line, perform, get out, change, get all the way back around the entire casting crew. That's correct. And then jump behind Amy to grab yes. on cue. As the camera's coming around, all timing. And with whatever breath I had left, run off. <laughs> yeah. it, that was the craziest one. It was, but it looks great. Oh, like, I'm so said, glad. They did four takes, and yes. the fourth take, 
It was flawless, and they're going to use the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, exciting. I just saw it. Uh, Sean showed it to me because unfortunately I wasn't here when they were shooting it, but he showed it to me, and it just. It's, you should it's have so seen good. what was going on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was, I really thought I was going to dive through there and like, I just couldn't be, oh, it, at least it worked. It, worked. it, it yes. looks great. It's good. so funny though, because like you say, you see the one twin and all of a sudden, not literally like maybe a minute, minute and a half later, the other ch- twin jumps on Tink and says goodbye. <laughs> it's weird to think that that's you yes. doing both of those scenes, just running around. Right. It's, right. Still, it's still funny just to think that this is your first big acting gig. <laughs> and that they're doing, they're already giving you like a dual double screen. and. Oh, that, isn't it exciting? It's, I mean, I'm excited I'm so for excited. you, and I'm not even part of that. It's mm-hmm. just incredible that that... It's yeah. just so cool. I think when I get home today, I'm going to do a little bit more screaming and freaking out. And then, um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's great. And so how's your experience been so far? Oh, my gosh. This has been... You're so, You're I am. Done. I am officially done. Yeah. And this... Oh, my gosh. This this has been such a big thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I... I keep saying I am at a loss for words. I don't know how to explain this. It's it's a pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. It has sunk in now because I know when I talked it to you has. last, it yes. was like the day before you were picked and, and, I, <laughs> and thrusted upon this. Yeah, that's right. And, and now, I didn't have time to think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's been a week later and it's yeah, kind of sunk in. It has. It has sunk in. Yes, <laughs> yes. And that they're in a part in the comic book, and now I go back yeah. to it. And I'm like, there, that's, that's me. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. No, it's it's definitely sunk in and. And um, oh gosh, like now I'm seeing sisters, yeah. sisters, sisters, yes, even yes. cooler, yeah. yeah. So now you're an artist because yes, I've I been am. to your Facebook page, <laughs> and you have some gorgeous stuff, and you have gorgeous pictures of yourself, oh, which are really you. cool. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. I am an artist. Primarily, I illustrate, and I also do some costume and some fashion design. Um, I have them up in my. Uh, website i show i exhibit kind of what i'm doing i have an upcoming project and i do handcrafted jewelry which is one of those things that i really like to do because i'm very Mm hands-on and um i've decided to start sculpting cameos and making them into jewelry and as far as the pictures i've just done kind of a little bit of like modeling and just kind of having fun i i really like uh, i actually really like photography so to be a part of people's projects that's really big for me like i really enjoy that kind of collaboration yeah and now where can people see your stuff Actually, they could go to my main website, which is um, Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E, Crystal, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, Lux, L-U-X-E dot com. L-U-X-E? Yes. Okay. Or, um, and that's corresponding to my fashion, uh, the fashion line. Okay. Or they can go to LeslieCrystal.com, which is kind of my blog, and we're going to have more of this stuff just nice. showing. And are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. Also, Leslie Crystal, at Leslie Crystal. Okay. Great. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. You, you were you were a highlight of this whole season, so uh-huh. I can't wait to see what the fans think. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> this is Floyd Van Buskirk. He plays John. He's Tink's father. Another really cool scene that was kind of difficult was the goodbye scene when you guys were saying goodbye to yeah. her. Yeah. And then we had also Leslie had to, you know, say goodbye as one character. Yeah. Change outfits in and out because it's all one I shot. No, how she did. It's that. all one shot. There's no cuts. I've seen it, was, it and it looks great. It was really true because I couldn't see it because I couldn't see her make the change because oh. we because we hug because we hug and then we and then we leave and then she whips back around and like in five seconds she's back and she's hugging her again because I could hear it as we, as we stepped out out of frame. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that whole shot um, was pretty amazing. It was very, it was very West Wingy with yes. all the with all the traffic patterns yes. and, and stuff going. It was a very complicated shot, so it took a long time to sort of like get it set up and and learn the choreography and get the timing down. And and it also, but one of those things that's nice about that, and that I'm learning from working on on sets, is that you 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 uh, you can learn the piece a little better each time and each time you you get closer to getting that that one take that's really going to work you find new things you use that opportunity to find new moments um little little bits that that sort of like oh i found like one little thing where i i I bow at the end and it was like i didn't find that until the last take but that was the take that counted and so it's like it gives you an opportunity to sort of really rehearse Yeah, rehearse right. live they on camera, the, but the fourth take is yeah, the last the take, take is the best take, and that's the one they're going to use. And, and I saw, it's perfect. everything clicked. Every, yeah. Everything Every clicked. Everything was perfect. There was not a single problem. Yeah, I went back and I, I actually peeked at the at, at the at the at the monitor yeah. at, the, at the playback, and it was a, yeah, yeah. I got a lot to say, Julie. <laughs> She's going to come over and sing a song pretty soon. It'll yeah. be great. You'll, I'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Um, so yeah, but so that, I was really impressed with that shot. So yeah. it was like I thought, wow, you guys did a great job. That's awesome. Very professional, very very professional yeah. uh, crew here. Yeah. Plus no planning. Yeah. I mean, really, this was all last minute. Just go, let's, just go. Yeah, let's figure yeah, this let's out. It. Figure it out on the fly, yeah. and and that's that's what I, one of the things I love about the improvisational nature, even of scripted work. When yeah. you get in a collaborative thing like that, this that everyone has to be willing to change and shift like like when the twins had to be one person and and uh choreographing that shot and making it all work and making it all count and and uh and uh it's it's been a delight it really has well i really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with with me pleasure it was my pleasure Hey guys, I'm here today with Lisa Fredrickson. Now, there's another big scene that was, it's a first for the guild, and it's one continuous scene towards the end. It's actually the last shot. And again, uh, Leslie had to do her thing by being in one position with you guys, jump off screen, change clothing, get her back around within a matter of like a minute, and then jump on Tink and say goodbye. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that scene a little bit? Oh man, we didn't we because we didn't know that that was going to happen at first. We were like, "Oh, are they shooting her yeah. as two? And then um, people started toying with the idea of her running in and running out. And it happened so fast; it was amazing. As soon as we turned around and walked out the door, she was already her other character walking with us. I was like, I couldn't believe it. But that was a really windy day. Like the thing I really remember from that one is that I, who knows how it's going to be cut, but you may notice our hair is windswept <laughs> in different directions because it was so windy. We kept walking out the door, and then we'd be in the middle of like. A, 100 mile an hour winds and then that's exaggeration but um and then every time we came back in we're like trying to make our hair look the same so that's what i remember from that but that scene went surprisingly well like we didn't have to shoot it nearly as much as you would think yeah because i saw the fourth take and i think the fourth take was perfect yeah and to do something like that in four takes is amazing there was a lot of gymnastics yeah and everybody moved at the same everybody did it yeah we all said our lines right and it was very exciting yeah that's yeah, great. that was cool. Um, and now let's talk about the scene that you're doing right now. You are dressed as a geisha. Uh, can I you am. talk about uh, that a little bit? I am. We are trying to um, honor our daughter's heritage. Although I don't even think her father and I realize 
which country she's from exactly. We just think that Asian is one thing. And um, so we uh, are dressed as a, a samurai and his geisha wife. And our daughters, the Titler twins, are dressed as geishas, which is awesome. So uh, as a whole pack of a family, uh, it's quite a quite an interesting yeah. vision. How is it dressing um, it's yeah, been too, it's been a blast. Like no, I don't normally dress like this, but I haven't really looked in the mirror that much oh. today. So it's like when I walk by, because I didn't even get like my makeup in front of a mirror today. So I really am yeah. not connected with what I look like until yeah. I go into the bathroom and I'm like, wait, oh, I've got tiny lips. Um, and the, there's this auxiliary movement in my hair from my little tassels twisting nice. around. Nice. I, I really, contrary to popular belief, I don't work with tassels that much. So uh, that's new to me. Great, great. So there you go. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. Thank you for having me. Hey, Gillies, I'm here with Felicia Day. We're discussing the final episode of Season 5, Episode 12. Finale episode. It's all over. It's so sad. Yeah. I mean, it's the. I have to say there's... I don't know how many minutes we have, but we have at least 20 more minutes than any other season. Oh, it's a lot, yeah. And it's... Yeah, it's a lot. Um, but I have to say, I, there's not one thing that I'm like, well, we, we didn't make that happen that was on the page. Like everything along the line, this cast and crew exceeded everything I put on page. So I, I couldn't be more proud of this season. Oh, it's a fantastic. It's definitely up there with one of the best seasons. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, just not just because of the cameos, but just the writing and the character development and yeah, it's not about the cameos for me either, yeah. although that was fun. Yeah. Like, I, we could have shot this with no cameos and people playing recognizable people, and it would have been fine to me. Like, that's not why I did this season. I did it to really show what conventions were mm-hmm. like. I would never just put, you know, people in because they're, you know, recognizable. It has to be for a reason. It has to be fun for fans versus, like, hey, look what they did. Yeah. I, so, yeah, no, it's great. Awesome. Well, let's jump into the episode. This one starts okay. off with a crash. Yes. Oh, this 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 shot with the blimp crashing and the 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 bubble deflating uh-huh. is so funny. It's just it's it's and no and you know, of course it's a it's a little low budget looking, but that's what I like about it that nobody gets injured <laughs> <laughs> or anything except for maybe Lizette who's yeah, uh, yeah. trapped in rubble. <laughs> Yeah, funny. And we have work saving Madeline. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. And this is that we have a, a stunt double who played uh, Aaron Gray's character, uh, America exactly. Young. Yes, who is a very good friend of uh, a lot of people on the production, mm-hmm. including me. Um, she's lovely. And uh, she came in and did this. She's a professional stunt woman. She does the coolest stuff all the time. And she came in and did this for us. Um, you know, just as a favor. And uh, and I love that it's Bork. And Jeff Lewis, when he jumped and took her down, um, she in, he, in fact, almost broke his nose because he doesn't know how to fall. It's just <laughs> it's hilarious yeah, to me. that It's he really was... Jeff Lewis falling. We didn't oh, yeah, get a stunt yeah. for him. We just got a stunt for Aaron. No, we just got, yeah, yeah. only for Aaron because she didn't, yeah. yeah. But but Jeff is like, no, you got to do that. <laughs> No, there's a you can't not do that. That's yeah. not gonna happen. Yeah, but I know they practiced a little bit. They went out and did. They did. They did. It did, and then it it still didn't prevent him from landing nose first, which is like the number one thing you're not supposed to do. Yeah, but he survived, and it looks great. Yes. It turned out great. No, I mean, I it really if I didn't know it, I would be just assume that it's Aaron. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's 
That's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> and then we have our uh, first reveal of the something's up with the Master Chiefs because they have uh, they're texting and they have nail polish on. Uh-huh. And fun fact, that's my hand and Kim Evie's oh, hand. Oh, really? Uh, we didn't have, oh, that's funny. We didn't, yeah, we didn't actually have the uh, actresses who play in the last mm-hmm. scene available, so we put the Halo suit on, and I actually got a manicure, and I tax-deducted it because I'm like, there's no way I would get every color organically. I think that's so awesome that you guys had the Master Uniform, Master Chief Uniforms on. Or at least, yeah, at least no, the RMP. I, I assume you didn't put on the full body armor. I don't know how. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> we only had to put on like the forearms. Yeah. That thing right. is sweaty and stinky. And <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, there you go. See a little tidbit behind the scenes. It's Kim and Felicia's fingernails. Yep. There you yeah. go. And we both got uh, uh, manicures and deducted them. So booyah. <laughs> that's a plus. Exactly. Uh, all right. So then we have uh, the big face off um, with uh, Chet. And, uh, son. Oh, yeah. Can I just give, I don't know if I've given a a shout out to Mark Gant this season, but he, you know, it's a really hard character for him to play. And, um, you know, there wasn't a lot there. It was just kind of a a nefarious bad guy. Mm -hmm. And, um, he could have been over the top with it and made it into a caricature. And he really played it like real. And even by playing it real, he stuck out from the show even more, which is exactly what we wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just a really suave, elegant-looking dude. He doesn't, you know, the casting is all off. Like, we we deliberately picked the person least likely to fit in the Guild universe and just wanted him to exist in a natural way. So it's exactly like if a slick, you know, suit guy comes to, you know, a real convention. It's like those guys, those movers and shakers and those business guys, Mm -hmm. they don't understand the culture on an organic level. They're just looking to exploit the culture. and. That's kind of who he embodied a lot, uh, and he still, you know, was likable. So yeah, good for him, man. <laughs> Except when he storms off, he's not so likable. But that's exactly what we yeah, wanted. Yeah, I just love the scene where all the seat fillers are standing up, and then they sit down, and it reveals Sandeep there in his butterfly outfit. And he's like, you know, yeah, oh, intimidated. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love that whole thing. It's so good. It's uh, the way he just has the power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. So good. Yeah. And then we have uh, Tink revealing that she's engaged, supposedly, to yes. to well, that, Jet as a diversion. Finally, yeah, I, I wanted to be able to tie up her parents a little bit and use everybody and not just have them in the finale. And just the, the when she gets that idea to sort of pin Chet down with her parents because she knows they're so over-enthusiastic, <laughs> um, that was a really funny um, moment to me, just like a clever moment for Tink that she helps out the group and uh, uses her parents to do yeah, it. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, then we have a, a Vork and Madeline moment. Um, yes, which is so <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, the push-in and, like, the way that Jeff tries to flip back his oh, hair, mop, and, it, and it doesn't that's hurt. really the best moment. Yeah, yeah. So good, so good. I love yeah. Blaze's reaction to it. Yes. You know? Yeah, he's so funny. Yeah. He uh, it, actually eyes burning was is one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Wait, he uh, I have to say he delivers so many of his lines so well this season. I'm so impressed with him. Not that he didn't do it in other seasons, yeah. but there's a naturalness to which he, he doesn't oversell the jokes yeah, at yeah. all. Which I really it's it's it takes a brave actor to do that to know that the line's gonna you know just just do it uh, organically and the line will definitely uh, just 
carry it. Yeah, through. yeah. And we kind of we kind of wrap up the storyline of how they're going to pay for the motel room with him yes. selling the video. So that kind of a nice little bow on that. I, yes, I deliberately did I, that. I, 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 I think it's awesome. I love how each little storyline is coming to a conclusion. You know. Well, I feel I owe it to everybody to not leave dangling threads yeah, around, yeah. and I think that I, I'm pretty anal when it comes to uh, making um, stuff airtight. Yeah. So I, I, and that's why it makes it harder. You know, I get myself in trouble in the middle of the script because I'm juggling so many different character and story balls, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, figure out a way to wrap this lady <laughs> in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have another scene, a great scene with uh, Codex talking to Floyd. Which yeah. kind of sets up for what may happen in the future if the guild continues. Yeah, we'll see. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. That's big, big changes. I don't know. I mean, it could be. It's definitely, you know, what I wanted to do in ending this season was, um, I never want to let go out on a low note, mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly. I, but I don't want to stop doing the show, um, you know, uh, without, if I feel there are more stories to be told. And, you know, sometimes when I set out, I was like, well, maybe this could be the last season. But, uh, you know, in writing it, I came up with a storyline that, um, there could be something happening with Codex, uh, yep. you know, going, going off and changing her habitat a little bit. But, but at the same time, you know, keeping, you know, the guild together mm-hmm. and, uh, and being able, you know, what I wanted was a jumping off point. That if we try to do a different kind of format for the show, or different length episodes, mm-hmm. or um, or just did another season exactly the way we do it, I wanted to be able to have, able to have options yeah. with the characters, and I wanted to have options with the show itself yeah. because I feel personally that we aren't done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, where our contract is up, so we'll see what Xbox has to say with the show. Um, but um, you know, I can only hope that someone will allow us to do another season, whatever uh, and however that's uh, configured. But I did want to give myself the flexibility to reinvent the show, yeah. possibly. Uh, and I think I'm pretty proud of the fact that I uh, I, I end on the note that I did oh, because I think so. it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel threatened, but it does feel like there's potential. Yes, yes, that's what I like about it. It, there, there is potential to change. If yeah. Need. Yeah. Or, or I don't know. Same, I, I don't know. You know? I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of it is business. You have to decide, like, okay, what do you do? Uh, business partners yeah. and, like, what the options are with web video. Because, you know, we, we're kind of like the last man standing through a lot of tough times with web video. And, uh, we are carried through by our fans. But, you know, any TV show on season six, it's it's harder to get your audience, you know, make sure get new yeah. audience and uh, really have. But the but the luxury we have with a web show and this show, and we don't have to fill an X amount of minutes. We can really do different things. It just all depends on what the budget is, and you know, if people want to come back. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very. Uh, I have high hopes for the future, and uh, it'll be a couple months before we figure out what what that, those next steps will be, but. You know, I, I personally am very open to different, you know, ideas. Yeah. And if, if barring anything, I know that I can do this again uh, the same way I, I do it because uh, there are a lot of possibilities. So we'll see what those are. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Well, before I let you go, I just want to talk about one more scene, which was probably one of my favorites. And I know it was really cool. Is the long one shot in scene is all one piece. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I did not. OK, I wrote that scene. And I did not think we were going to be able to do it in one piece. I mean, that – it was a nightmare. Do you see how many people in this? <laughs> yes. And Sean really wanted to do it. He gets excited. You know, he gets really excited uh, with, um, you know, really – I don't write very 
visually. I don't write, you know, as a director. I write as a writer, yeah. and he adds a lot of visual stuff in. Um, and I think that's why we make a really good team, a creative team. Um, but, you know, I wrote that in as a, um, I think, a quote-unquote mean street shot, you know, like a really long, continuous uh-huh. take. And um, I did that a couple times this season uh, with the Zabu walk mm-hmm. through the convention with the Master Chiefs. And I think it was episode six, I believe, or five. Anyway, um, so a couple times I specified those kind of things that I knew that would get him excited. And he and Chris were so excited about this shot. I was like, OK, yeah. <laughs> try to do it. And in fact, I think it really worked better because if we had had to get coverage on everybody, it would have been a whole day of shooting, which we didn't yeah, have. So yeah. the fact that he and Sean were uh, – Chris and Sean were able to – choreograph I think it's 17 actors and like 20 extras yeah. um, and, and keep it moving and keep it not feeling static and getting all the information across and making sure everybody hits their mark and knows their line and has good timing I mean it's uh, incredible I, I it's say, incredible it's, I'm patting myself on oh, the back you guys uh, should because I know you did it four times I think four takes and the fourth take was the best yeah and yeah I mean we're doing it in a in an open hotel I mean there's People. Yeah, people were literally walking Real through, people. like checking. Yeah, out. I mean, it's not like just the extra, you know. I mean, it's 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 a really incredible shot, and I like the reveal that you know the Master Chiefs are girls, are two ladies, yeah, which was fantastic. Yes, and it's obviously Claire Claire Grant and Rylea, which is yeah, which you know I loved. You know, I hope people appreciate that twist that they were chicks all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah, what's cool is you can go back and watch the series and kind of. Just watch what they do because it's kind of funny now thinking that they're beating up Kevin Sorbo and that they're, yes. you know, doing all this stuff. Um, and then, and then, you know, we did that. We were always make sure like to look at each other and like, yeah. uh, you know, we, we, you know, we were conscious of the fact that we knew that those, especially the same thing with, uh, Fox, yeah. you know, yeah. it was Fox and not Furry Suit. So we didn't want them to do anything that would betray that, uh, truth if you went back and watch uh watch it over yeah, again yeah and i really liked and of course this was a complication which i'm sure you had to take into account was leslie's character of tara and lara saying goodbye to tink in that continuous shot so she had to say goodbye run off camera change clothing come all the way around everybody yes. and jump back onto the back of amy to say goodbye which i don't understand that because i told sean to just cut her from the scene oh and I was like, and I was like, just don't have her in there. That we can't do yeah. that. And he's like, no, we got to, we figured it out. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And I didn't even realize exactly until I saw dailies, like what was going on. Cause you know, I was around the corner, so yeah. I couldn't see everything, yeah. but that is so funny. It, I mean, it's, and it, and I, I still did it all perfectly. It was all still perfectly yeah. timed. No, I just don't understand. Um, you know, how it ever came. Cause we were literally on a time crunch yeah. too. We were trying to get it before lunch. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when you have the most pressure and the most limitation, you come up with the most creative stuff yeah. that you later think, wow, I thank good for goodness for that horrible incident. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the little scene between, uh, 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 Vork and Madeline. Something about calling yeah, oh, He's I, like, no, Skype is cheaper. Yeah. Skype is free, free, which yeah. I was going to cut out of the script, but then Microsoft bought Skype and oh, I was wow. like, well, that's cool. There you go. Yeah. They're not going to sue me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody had, and I love Clara's reaction to Doug, uh, Jones's character, the hipster walking by. Oh yeah. She's so fe- uh, fickle with her, you know, it was supposed to be all three of them dressed as hipsters and Julian had another job that day. And then of course, Marissa was sick. So, um, but J- Doug fills it up. He fills up three people's worth of acting. It's the most ridiculous walk I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And it's just so good. I can go on and on about this, that last scene. Cause it's just so incredible. 
how it all yeah everybody was out. great and I love just everybody the camera found everybody yes, they all had their moments and, and then, yep and then the big reveal yeah uh, where Floyd says I'll see you Monday yep. and that's it which is but we'll <laughs> see what that ha- what happens there oh yeah it's such a good season Felicia you, you, uh, everybody did such a fantastic job. Well, thank you very much, Kenny. I'm I'm really happy to have you along uh, the ride. And from the beginning, it's so funny. Yeah. So uh, you've seen all of I it. Have. You've seen the turmoil. <laughs> you've seen the, the the eye of Kenny is never ending. Uh, so, but it's really cool to be able to share this season with everybody because it's kind of my dream season. Uh, it's the season I always wanted to do with the show, and I really hope that people who go to conventions um, are able to watch all episodes all the way together as a movie. I mean, that's kind of my dream is that conventions will will screen the, the season mm-hmm. for people to watch all the way through because it really is my homage to, you know, conventions and, and fandom in general yeah. because if there wasn't niche fandom, then we wouldn't exist, and a lot of amazing things wouldn't exist. And I just love the way that people can derive pleasure and, and support uh, things that really are not in their eye all the time. They're not being marketed to. They have to find it and love it and support it. And that's literally what, um, to me, our journey is about and about and also about fandom and conventions in general. Yeah. It's kind of celebrating that. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see that one day that, you know, it gets screened places. Oh, I'm sure it will. Well, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule and chatting with me about these episodes. It was a fantastic season, and we can't wait to see what the future holds for the Guild. Okay. Thank you, dear. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. That's it. It's all over. This has been the final companion cast for Season 5, but... Doesn't mean the podcast is over. As our regular listeners know, we do have regular podcasts that come out. We also have mini-casts and micro-casts, and those will be uh, still coming out, just not on a weekly basis. Uh, doing a weekly podcast is extremely difficult with all my other uh, duties and all my other podcasts and work and all that fun stuff. So I'm currently in the process of revamping the entire podcast, uh, as I have mentioned before in previous podcasts. And I'm hoping to get the first new revamp podcast up and out by November 1st. I know I promised October 1st on a previous podcast. That just didn't happen, obviously. So I'm uh, going to hold off on, to everything. So you're not going to get another new podcast until probably November 1st. And uh, it's going to be a great one. Lots of cool surprises. I'm going to continue to do some great interviews. Going to have listener feedback. We'll be talking to uh, fans and extras and a whole lot more. I still have a ton of audio from Season 5 that never made it into the podcast because these podcasts were so huge and there was so much information that I couldn't put it all in an episode. So I still have probably another two, three hours worth of audio that I will sprinkle in here and there of additional interviews with these guys about season five i also have audio from season four i have stuff from seasons two and seasons three that i'm kind of delving into the archive i'm going to start bringing that stuff out Uh, lots of video interviews which i can use audio from should be interesting to hear what the cast thinks about the future of the guild way back on season two because now we're at season five It'll be interesting to, to hear their thoughts. So uh, I'm going to be delving deep into the archives, pulling out all my additional audio, and uh, I think I'm going to have some really great podcasts coming up in the future. So stay tuned, 
And like I said, the next new regular revamped Knights of the Guild podcast will be out on November 1st. So until then, always remember... This con is done. Can't wait to be sitting in front of a computer to socialize again. Bye, Tabu. See you next year. For sure. Down with the covenant. Now, Pumpkin, we were right disappointed about that fella not being your real fiancé. I wanted a double wedding. Now, you answer the phone from now on, okay? You know the probability of that. But Christmas, it's on. (laughs) (laughs) You make us elf outfits, and we'll make you teriyaki candy canes! (laughs) Okay, Mm, don't push it, please. Break it up. I want to see my kids. Wow, did I just say that? Oh, April Lou, I'm going to miss you so much. April, April Lou. Clara, your adventures in snacking cost me half my weekend scratch. What? Does the phrase minibar for breakfast ring a bell? Oh, yeah, ring-a-ding-ding. We have to take you home with us. <gasps> Ew, hipsters. I love your look. I'll miss you. Call me. Uh, we'll Skype. It's free. Move it. Hey, are you ready to jet? Yeah, I am. I just forgot to pee. <laughs> I don't know if I can drive after last night. Why? What happened? Hmm. Codex. See you Monday morning, right? Work on those ideas of yours. Yeah, I kind of forgot to tell you guys something. Yeah, go ahead. The situation with Zabu, too. With some guy just showing up on your doorstep because you talked to him and you were nice to him. I think, once. I think everybody fears that. Yes. Yeah. That's what Je- that is Jenny's primary <laughs> I will say it right now. Jen's primary fear is that someone is going to find her on the internet and then come to her door. Am I right? I think that's Dave's biggest fear, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe it's my fear because it's Dave's fear and he, and he packs heat. <laughs> but see how she did that? She said that because she's afraid that somebody's going to come. <laughs> you noticed that, didn't you? Everyone knows. <laughs> I just like making fun, but it's true. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly, the podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Buffy. Firefly. Gaming. Books. Costuming. And general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com. Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. Knights of the Guild Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Work 3.0 United States License All Rights Reserved.